from a snow-capped peak high above the city of Seattle. This is Closed for Logging. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. Or possibly the look inside this book club. We haven't decided. We haven't decided, and we need your help. Yeah. I mean... You, me, me, my help, or the listeners? No. Whenever I say you, I don't mean you, Matthew. Oh, okay. I always mean the listeners. Yeah, what do you think? You think we should keep Closed for Logging? You're still talking to the listeners? Mm -hmm. It's so hard to tell. (laughs) Or do you think that we should go for Look Inside This Book Club? I, I think we should probably go. Well, the, the only reason I hesitate to go with Look Inside This Book Club is because it means I need to like go in and change the name on everything and like probably design us a new logo. The listeners don't care about your laziness. Um, I know, but I care a lot about it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you care, if you have an opinion, head to Facebook. Yeah. Facebook.com slash closed for logging. Don't go to Facebook.com slash look inside this book club because that doesn't exist yet. There's or nothing there. If it, if it does, it's not us. Um, so we're going to try this again. We're going to try the first, first, um, bit. We just shoot the shit. And then the second and third acts, the shit shoots us, the shit shoots us. And we're going to talk about, uh, the, the next book that we've chosen for today, which is Atlas book one by Isaac hook with an E. (laughs) You think that's his real name? Isaac hook. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. No No way. If I was going to make up like a cool science fiction guy name, it would be that. It would be Isaac Hook. I mean, you're like, oh, Isaac Asimov. Can't do Asimov. It's been done. Uh-huh. It, he's, <laughs> he's like a cross between Isaac Asimov and Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. So it sounds um, totally made up. So we'll get to that shortly. Um, I, you know, I was walking home from uh, from the tea place this morning and thinking, boy, I don't really have anything to talk about for the first uh, segment. And then a truck went by that said junk boys on the side, really big. And I was like, that's great. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Did, was it B-O-Y-Z? Because it um, should be. I believe it was. It has to be. Yeah. Um, I fe- yeah, I feel like, uh, is, is, is porno rap still a thing? Because when, when I was, was a kid. Was it a thing? Well, yeah, like Two Life Crew, you oh, know? Um, yeah. When, when I was a kid, like passing around like bootleg Two Life Crew tapes was, was just like, if you had that, that was like the coolest. Um, wow. You know, like 11 years old, like, uh, you know, songs songs about like fucking. Wow. Um, we, we were like. It wasn't even so much that we thought it was like like super fun to listen to so much as just like uh, I can't believe we're getting away with listening to this and I can't believe someone like let these apparently adult people like record this album. This is amazing. Like being an adult is so much better than we imagined. It's not. I grew up in a different era than you. I don't think you did. I did because we were just passing around like uh, eight tracks of Weird Al Yankovic, mm-hmm. and that was oh, we, a different time period. We we had that also. Yeah, um, I, I definitely had an eight track player. I have I've uh, vivid memories of like the sound of the eight track. Have we talked about this before? <laughs> the sound of the eight track player when it gets like to the end and like flips to the next track, like that like <laughs> kind of noise. I don't think eight track and Weird Al though go in the same sentence. Uh, I think I think they were born to go in the same sentence. <laughs> well, I had something I want to talk about, which yeah. is. Um, it's kind of embarrassing, but you know when you do something really stupid repetitively and you just really need to How is of, that embarrassing? Well, because, you know, see last sentence. Um, and you want to kind of just like get it out there and purge your soul of your stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. So doing this look inside this book club, we're, we're reading a lot. And when I read, I sometimes Oh, is sound, this the part where you admit that you never learned to read? Kind of. And it's your Oscar moment? Kind of. Okay. But sometimes when I'm reading and it's a word... It's a word, I sometimes uh, come across a word that I only know in reading. Oh, sure. That I don't ever say out loud. But there's some definitely some things that I have been very stupid about in my, when I was an adolescent, like A-W-R-Y was... Ori? Ori. 
Have we talked about this before? No. It was I'm just Ari. Guessing. It was Ari to me, and it was Ari to a couple of my friends. And we discussed it and how we were we when we finally heard someone say, Oh, things went awry, I was like, I wonder how they spell awry. It's a yeah, totally like, different word than Ari. But interestingly means the same thing. And like <laughs> right, my brain right, right, did exactly. this whole like rationalization. So then I saw today when we were reading, I saw the word um proffered. Oh. Which of course I did not pronounce proffered. Preferred? Pro. I don't know where I added another okay. O, but it was pro-offered. Oh, pro-offered, yeah. Yeah, and it's pronounced proffered, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so that one was another one. So I saw it today. It reminded me of my shameless, stupid past, and then I thought I should share with you some other ones that are quite embarrassing, unless you have any you want to jump in with. J- mispronounced, these uh-huh. are all mispronounced yeah, words. Yeah, these are I'm, really embarrassing. I'm thinking about it, like, I feel like um, my, 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 uh, issue here was a little different in that I would be like the person telling you, no, you're mispronouncing that word oh, like in front of everybody. Great. Like, I'm the smart guy. Great. So this is just going to give you full fuel to your fire here. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I didn't grow up with that iconic restaurant with a clucky chicken on it. Um, Chick-fil-A? No, that was Chick-fil-A. Oh, I'm pretty sure I had no idea how to pronounce that. And I said it to my my mother-in-law, and she laughed, or my mother-in-law, my uh, stepmother, and she laughed hysterically. She thought that was the funniest thing in the Chick entire Fila? world. Chick-fil-A. She's like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I think Chick-fil-A was the name of an album we used to pass around <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one you made me think of, because I was listening to old episodes of your other podcast, uh, Spilled Milk, and I heard um, you guys talk about... I still can't say it the right way. That candy where you have three flavors and you dip the candy stick into it. Lick-a-maid? No, that's Lick-ma-aid. <laughs> Which sort of sounds like a lesbian, you know, cleaning service fantasy. Right. <laughs> those, those definitely exist. What's, can, can you, like, give me the phone number for any of those? So anyway, I was just wondering if you knew of any of those things. Just well, I've me. heard a lot of people talk about, like, misled and misled. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. The, I always the, got that one right and yeah, felt superior. The, uh, that's, that's become kind of a cliche, I think. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't think, I can't think of any of those myself that I had, although, no, nothing is coming to mind. You're like, so, I am so smart that No, I, I did lots of dumb stuff. Yeah. I mean, most of my it's dumb Dumba. stuff. Uh, yeah, my, Dumba. Yeah, I did a lot of Dumba stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just mostly like uh, social, you know, uh, improper uh, social interactions. Mm. That, we, that makes it sound like I'm a sex offender. Can we go um, deep into those? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like like um, I was always like the guy saying the thing no one wanted to hear. Like, you know? no, I really want to go balls deep into this, which is one of my least favorite expressions that you said. So you said oh, last I, episode. Oh, I know. I, I said it because I it was because it. it's terrible. I don't know why I didn't say it at the moment, but I'm still scarred by that uh-huh. expression. So I'm gonna <laughs> okay. therefore use it 20 times a day so that I can purge myself of the. Just, I don't know. It's just so horrible. We we both lived through the time when when buck naked slowly transformed into butt naked. Does this? Oh re- yeah. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Why did it do that? Um, I th- I think just because buck is more like you know I don't know. But it's not it's not obvious what it means. Whereas butt naked is completely <laughs> obvious. So I guess people just got like like you twelve know, percent dumber. Like you need an adjective for naked. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, because like doesn't naked it's like it's more it? it's beyond naked. I like naked like a buck. I mean, it feels like very yeah. like oh, wild, wild, yeah, yeah, like animalistic. Yeah, but sure. naked is just redundant. Yeah, so I would be, you know, I would be the kid like like 
explaining something in detail that no one wanted to have explained, like, you know, wanting to talk about video games when everyone else wanted to talk about sports. Um, you know, that guy. That guy. Oh, I had I had a bunch of you as friends, though. I had a bunch of video oh, game nerd friends when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I would have I would have appreciated having you as my friend at that time. Yeah, like I can I could see a little piece of you when you were a kid. Not, Which piece? No, I don't know. Not that piece. <laughs> Did you hack up kids? <laughs> no. But last last episode, I, I said something like, oh, I see you're taking this in a fantasy uh, sci-fi direction. And you're like, interrupted me, went fantasy. And I, to- <laughs> I totally saw Matthew as a 12 year old. Well, see, but the thing I feel like I, I can do that with you. Like I've learned to rein it in most of the time. Uh, but uh, but apparently not all the time. <laughs> I was like, as soon as the word came out of my mouth, I knew it was wrong. I was mm-hmm. about to correct myself, but no, I didn't too have. Late. T- I didn't have time. <laughs> you were like that fantasy. That is my superpower. Like anytime some someone anywhere in town says something like slightly incorrect, like um, I, uh, uh, I I'm my character name is the ombudsman. <laughs> Which I would probably pronounce the ombudsman. <laughs> that that is definitely something I didn't know how to pronounce. Is, what is, is the ombud- right one? It, well, it's ombudsman. That sounds wrong. Yeah, it's um, ombudsman. 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 Hey, yeah. ombudsman. Yeah, it's like home, homesman. Right. <laughs> I think I think ombudsman is is uh, is like a legitimate career in the state of Washington as of a couple of years ago. What is the origin of that crazy word? Ombudsman. I don't know. No, ombudsman. Oh, do do I look like a, no word origins? That's not my superpower. Uh, so it's you know someone someone misuses a word or something, and I like parachute in or just appear like teleportation style and uh, and like explain what they did wrong, and then whoosh, I'm is out that of there. fantasy or sci-fi? Oh, that is my fantasy. <laughs> I actually sometimes don't know if I fully understand the difference. Between fantasy and sci-fi? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. I tried to explain this once to a kid and realized, it, it, do you do this where you like, you're like, I'm going to explain something. And then you get like a minute into it and you realize, I do not know the thing, the answer to what I'm trying to explain. I need to like get out uh-huh. of this somehow without yeah. looking like a total idiot. That's when I see the invisible shovel that appears on my shoulder. The oh yeah the yeah, uh-huh. the dig myself out of this whole shovel. Ooh, I, I need one of those. Yeah, I need, I need a, a dig out of jail free card. Yeah, no, it's not free. You you look right. like an asshole, but at least you start digging instead of you know I don't know. I, although digging, you could be digging your grave. It could be bad, but I'm like digging myself out of a hole. So I'm like uh, okay, but I think this is easy. Uh, fantasy has wizards. Sci-fi has robots. Always. Yeah, always. No. Yeah. No, really? No, I'm not serious, but but <laughs> how, how long could I have kept going with that and made you believe I was serious? <laughs> Lord oh. of the Rings, wizards, therefore a fantasy. Um, a sci-fi book. Um, <laughs> okay, but the, it Robocop, seems... robots, therefore uh, sci-fi. But it, it seems... I realize Robocop's not a book. Not a book. But there's probably a novelization that we should read. Okay, I don't even know enough about the subject to even like ask more questions, mm-hmm. but I guess what I'd have to say about this is they, they seem like they're both fantastical. Correct. Um, yeah, They're both creations of a futuristic or or alternative reality. Correct. Uh, sure. Sci-fi. Re- well, points to the future. I mean, I think it's true that that uh, sci-fi generally does not have magic in it, and fantasy generally does. Then we have to define ah. magic. Oh, the, with a K. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Our, that's that's pronounced magique. <laughs> I think we'll take it to a break and come back with look inside this book club. Oh, should we should we uh, let people know? Oh. oh wait, oh wait, we already said what the book was. Never mind. If if you want, you can pause right now. You can you can get your own free sample of the book uh, on Amazon. You can read the twelve pages or whatever it was, and then you'll know exactly what we're talking. You've about. You got to make your sound though. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that's the sound. 
So you make that sound. That means, re- listeners, you go become readers. That is a lot of, of meaning and imperative to pack into one sound. You think? Yeah, no, but, I, I, but it's fine. I mean, we, if anyone can pack that, we can pack it. <laughs> On that note, we'll take it to a break. All right. So first of all, when we were picking the book, we just go to Kindle bestsellers. Yeah. We, oh, you want to tell everyone how we do this? Then they're going to do it themselves, and they won't need us anymore. Oh, they need us. Okay. They really need us. Uh, and we, we'd only gotten, like, you know, not even balls deep into the, the, the Kindle selections, and you already were like, this has to be it. And I hadn't even, you're a fast reader. I hadn't even read, like, more than three lines, but as soon as you saw that. Yeah, I'm a that, fast reader of book covers. <laughs> I saw there was, like, a, a stupid-looking robot on it. Yeah, it's like your boy gene just was like, this one, we must do this one. It was pretty funny. It was, like, the uh, complete opposite of the last one. And I yeah tell the, you. yeah well we're gonna get better and better at this soon soon like soon authors are gonna be sending their books to us asking asking us to trash their books on the show <laughs> is Isaac Hook alive? Uh, oh I, yes because like the next volume Atlas Three is coming out this okay. year. Do you think Isaac Hook will listen to this? Well, I believe he lives in Seattle. <laughs> well, okay, actually, no, no, I don't know that. I, it, the book is published by Amazon. So, Aha. Um, uh, that does not mean he lives in Seattle. Anyway, here's what I figure. I was thinking about this morning. Like, like, are we being just just total assholes by yes. by picking on this book? Probably yes, but it's got like hundreds of reviews, averaging four stars. I know. Real I think good I think the rule should be we can pick on a book if the author is dead or clearly much more successful than, than us, we and are. therefore should be able to take it. And then we just seem like we're pe- petty and jealous. Exactly. Okay. You know. Okay. What, do I want? Do I want to, to write Isaac Hook's books? No. Do no. I want okay. to sell as many books as him? Yes. Okay. So we will not pick on the fat kid. We're going to pick on the most popular kid. Exactly. Or the dead kid. Yes. We, <laughs> that that is an alternative title for the show. Pick on the dead. Pick kid. on the dead kid. <laughs> okay. So you want us? Uh, last last week I did the summary. So okay. You, your turn. I'm going to attempt to summarize. Um, uh, Atlas, uh, the free sample, um, but Atlas book one of, of three so far. Because okay. in order to be uh, science fiction, you must have more than one book. That's kind of... I think everything has to be a series it these days. It has to be. It's crazy. I mean, like, uh, they're, you know, they're coming out with uh, To Kill a Mockingbird 2. Yep. <laughs> that's not a joke. That is a joke. Um, <laughs> it's not To Kill a Mockingbird 2, you Well, asshole. that's how they're billing it, certainly. <laughs> she's dead, too. No, she's not. Oh, Oh, right. But she sort of has Alzheimer's. Right. So it's all like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> pick we'll, on the, we'll get into that another pick time. Pick on the almost dead writer. Yeah. Okay. So so our hero is Raid. I assume that's how it's pronounced. I our, thought it was Rade. It's <laughs> like Sade? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our hero is Rade. Okay. We are absolutely calling him Rade. And he's a, he's a dissuader, which is some kind of like bouncer, enforcer, muscle guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not really understand what his job entails other than wearing a jacket, which was described many, many times. He's a protector. Yeah. But yeah, yeah okay. He's a, so, he's a uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, not not a hitman. Bodyguard? A bodyguard. Okay. He's a bodyguard. Yeah, he's a bodyguard. Bodyguard of the future. to fall in love with Whitney Houston. Yeah, exactly. Um, is, wait, was she in that movie? Or yes, she, she was. Just, okay. Um, She's dead. Nice. Yeah, okay. Pick on the dead singer. <laughs> All right. But Kevin Costner will live forever. Okay. Uh, he gets jacked. He gets robbed uh, mm-hmm. because, like, the encryption on his uh, embedded wrist uh, chip gets mm-hmm. broken. Mm-hmm. And uh, some some guys beat him up and take his gun and mm-hmm. his cash and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, then does he get... 
He like wakes up outside of town or something. No, he's in. He's right in the, in the barrio. Okay. He's right in the hood. Right in the hood. Oh, this is happening in Mexico, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, New Mexico. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> but he's a white guy who speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then he has to like hike back to his home. Oh, he goes to see his boss. Right. right. He has to walk to his boss's house and say, "Hey." Uh, you know, I got jacked. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get a new gun? <laughs> and his boss is like, no, no, that is not how this works. Uh, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting fired as a, as a dissuader is apparently bad news. And like now he's got no job, no prospects. So he, uh, he meets up with his friend uh, Alejandro. 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 Mm-hmm. At the at the bar. Oh, and you can tell Alejandro is uh, is uh, Latino because he <laughs> says things like caramba. Like 20 times. Uh, and uh, oh, I wrote down one other thing he says, but I don't remember what it was. Si. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, no. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And mamacita. Mamacita. Yeah, he yeah. says that too. Yeah. For reals. Um, and uh, he tries to, uh, Rade tries to convince Alejandro <laughs> to... Uh, um, to run away to 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 escape from Mexico, which is which is like a it's a dystopian future Mexico, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, cross the border into the United Countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not not sure what that's symbolic of, uh, and uh, <laughs> but there's a problem with this because the United Countries has a law. Uh, where oh oh wait I forgot to mention an important thing that the bar that they're in has sex robots, mm-hmm. but but like they do not get any sex by any sex robot time which seems like a major major flaw in the well, plot. Well, I think it could be foreplay. I mean foreshadowing. I it, if there if there are no sex robot encounters in the rest of this book, mm-hmm. this is the literally the worst book. This is definitely a dude's book. Like there's like three yeah. women mentioned and they're all sluts really old or, or sex robots or sex robots yeah. oh and the so. sex robots are called flesh mu- musicians which i have to admit i thought was pretty funny it's pretty great okay mm-hmm. um so uh oh so um they uh they're, they're talking about like running for the border <laughs> and getting some taco bell um <laughs> but the problem is the united countries has this law um i don't remember what it's called but the law is if the you E-E-I. the eei the uh, i don't know uh electroencephalo <laughs> uh if you if you uh, enter the country illegally, they can um, inscript you. Conscript you. Conscript That's what you. I was looking for, and and force you to fight in the army. Yes. Um, and this is how apparently they get most of their soldiers because people who live in the UC are like too fat and lazy to want to fight in the That's army right. anymore. That's right. And so they they hook up with like a. Uh, it's a brilliant idea, actually. Um, oh, you, I, I want to talk about this idea in detail. Yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, Nambla, but better. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, not Nambla. <laughs> oh, they, okay. They, did you mean NAFTA? I was just trying to roll with it. Like, okay, that must be related somehow. <laughs> it's not the North American Man Boy By Love Trade Association. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, so they meet up with a, with a uh, Navajo, like a uh, guy who mules people across the border named Tahoe Eaglehide. <laughs> Which is which is exactly what all Could Navajos the are be named. Whiter, <laughs> like like Mexicans only say caramba and mamacita and mamacita and Navajo have and, names like. But this. this being the future, they say Robo Mamacita. Okay, uh, and at, and they uh, oh, and he convinces Alejandro to come along, and basically they haven't even gotten to the border yet, and that was the end of the free sample. So, uh, do you want to do you want to jump in oh, with, I got, uh, with an observation? I got so much to talk about. Okay. I've got, I got more of those kind of study guide, reading guide questions. Oh, I for am you. ready. Okay, so I am so ready. When he gets robbed at the beginning, he gets hit with a two by four. Yes, and when he comes to, he sees uh, a moth 
fluttering on his nose. Sure. What was the, who, who was the moth a symbol for? Who was really sitting on his nose? Oh, I think um, uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Excellent answer. Okay. Uh, he breathes in the air of this dystopian Mexican ghetto. And yep. he says, the quote, there are lots of healthy goodies in it today. And healthy goodies does not mean good things. One of the things he's smelling in the air is dried fecal matter. Oh, I noticed that too. Yes. What per- what would be the name of perfume that consists mostly of dried <laughs> oh. fecal matter? Um, uh, eau de peau. <laughs> eau de peau. Eau de peau. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I didn't understand, Matthew. Like, they talk about having his identity on an... Uh, Wait, my, I got one more. Marron. Marron, which means... French for brown. Oh, that's okay. good. I like that one. Um, the people's identity is held on a microchip embedded in their wrist. Okay, this How made me so angry. How did the robber get the embedded chip? Is it in a f- skin flap? Um, did you say you said skin flute? Flap. Um, no, we'll get to flutes later. I don't know. That wasn't clear, but this, but the description of the of the thing made me so angry. Why? Uh, because <laughs> this, I mean, this is like, and and like I'm now like legitimately talking about something I hate in books, but uh, but fine. Uh, so so he he mentions the the uh, the wrist chip, and he says that microchip was commonly referred to as an embedded ID, and it contained everything there was to know about me. Everyone had one. It's like. We're we're going to pause now so that I can explain to you how things work in this book, uh-huh. rather than like make you you know treat you as a person with a brain who can probably figure out that if there's an embedded microchip in the wrist, you know it probably works like embedded microchips you may have heard of before, or maybe you can just like see what happens and figure it out that way. Exactly. No, instead, like I'm going to tell. Sit, sit don't you down. show. Right. I'm going to sit you down and like here's how everything works, so you don't have to have any you know moments of epiphany yourself I because know. because that would be so painful. This is dystopian candy don't do any fucking right, work you're right. just gonna the other, snort the information yeah the other thing is like they seem to spend a lot of time sitting around talking about how dystopian everything is yeah there's a lot of that in the in this a yeah. lot of that okay uh, the, the the tell don't show school of writing mm-hmm. um for example dissuaders anyone with a brain would know that if your job was a dissuader you and would dissuade people from doing things he actually says it right right <laughs> he puts just the word dissuade in quotes um, to dissuade, in quotes, people from hurting the, Did you the get the feeling that the yes. author of this... Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know you got the feeling. Yeah. That the author of this book probably owns a black jacket, as described in the book, thinks it's really awesome, wears it all the time, and uh-huh. wanted to, like, write... That the, the basis for the book was, I want to create a world where this is the coolest jacket. Absolutely. Okay. Which gets us to their first band name, which is Long Black Duster. Ooh, that's pretty good. Right? Because yeah. that's the name of the coat that that yeah. this author probably wore in seventh grade and got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, no, I, I've been I've been listening to LBD since their early <laughs> stuff. Um, also, he wears his trademark dissuader hat. Oh yeah, did it did it describe the hat? I don't remember. It didn't. Okay. But 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 all of them I'm wear. I assume it's like a cat in the hat hat. <laughs> <laughs> like like your like your crazy pothead roommate would wear. So, so listeners, you know that from last episode that I, I just moved recently. Um, apparently, in this dystopian future in uh, Mexico, everything is painted faded orange, faded brown, and faded red, which is my right. new color scheme for my kitchen. Right? Were they faded when it was originally? It wasn't clear. <laughs> no. Like, okay, no. It, it, yes, they were. It was. It's like so the LL Bean colors. Yeah, faded brown, faded orange, like we've, faded red. We've got any color you need as long as it's faded. Right. Yeah. So um, I think that the perfume name should be Faded Brown. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Fate in Brown. 
Oh. Uh-huh. My question for you. Yes. Why in dystopian futures do you still see laundry hanging out on clotheslines? <laughs> <laughs> there's sex okay. robots, there's right. embedded chips, well, it's, and people can't figure out a better way to dry their clothes. No, it's because only, only, the, uh, only the rich elites can afford, like, you know, robot washing machines and, and robot uh, dryers. Okay, so the future, um, future is only for the rich. Yeah, I think that's the point, right? Okay. The, they want, they're, they're looking for a better life. They want to they jump the border. They want to avoid getting conscripted into the, into mm-hmm. the United Countries Army. Mm-hmm. They want to make a better life for them and their children. I don't think they had any children, <laughs> but, but they're probably going to, like, you know, borrow some via NAFTA, import <laughs> or some. no, yeah. NAMBLA. <laughs> yeah. So it actually wasn't skin musicians, or flesh musicians, it was skin musicians. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, skin musicians. But you could call them flesh flutes. Oh, yeah, flesh uh, flesh flautists. Flesh flautists. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another band name. Oh, my God. Um, the one thing you missed in your summary was that he meets up with one of his clients, Isabella, who's an oh, old woman. Right. And she puts on her um, uh, oh, her glasses, augmented reality glasses, which is, right? you know, a real oh, oh, or which, a real. Which, in case you didn't get what augmented reality means, he He's says, going to explain it to a you. real stood for augmented reality. You could use it to access the net anywhere anytime great of course i pronounced it a real uh-huh. which is so probably she, wrong so she put on her google glass and she then put on happened? her google yeah. glass and she which i thought was hilarious nodded her head like a pecking chicken and gave him money did oh, you wait. did you catch that why did she do that because she went into her account and took some micro coins because that's what the units okay. of measure of currency are and she they said she she knocked her head, you know, bobbed her head three times and gave him three micro coins into his uh, account. And I thought that was the funniest image ever. So, so this is like the worst technology. The worst technology. Like, so if you, ha- if you like making change for people, they look like, like Randy chickens on the street. Yeah. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> okay. So, uh, apparently Isabella, um, looked very old because she didn't have money to do the rejuvenation, right, the rejuvenation procedures, procedures, which, is my new band name. Uh-huh. So my band name so far, the, the Dissuaders, Rejuvenation Procedure, and Caramba Mamacita. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, that's your, uh, your, your, uh, my Mexican uh, band. Yeah. What, what, my salsa band. <laughs> what do they call? Merengue <laughs> band. None of these things are the thing I'm thinking of. Um, why? I've completely blanked on this word. Oh no. Um, uh, you know, it's like some Mexican guys in suits with, with guitarrones and, Mar- no, what is that? Mariachi. Mariachi. You. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't do anything. Ugh. Okay. Um, Matthew, what is posters of putas a euphemism for? <laughs> <laughs> now, how, how, that actually was in the book. Oh, I know. I remember. Like, you could get whatever you wanted. Like, yeah. Like, something through. Wait, was, was that. Were they actual. Were they were they robot hookers or no, were they actual hookers? No, no. They were, I think, actual hookers. He's walking down the street right. and there were various posters of putas. Um. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a type of, um, rustic French stew. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He also it's, mentions... It's potage in French, but puta <laughs> in Spanish. He also mentions lo mejor coño. Yes. Which means? Oh, it means, um, the, the big corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'm on, I'm, uh, what's the off- opposite of, uh, <laughs> euphemism? <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a big corner. You stand out there and um and you meet interesting people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, well, le mejor le mejor lo mejor coño, which means um the best pussy, was was graffitied on the back of an auto cop, robo cop essentially that that roamed the streets. Remember that? 
Um, I do remember that. Wouldn't it be El Mejor? It, I know, I know that's what it said in the book. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Pedantic Mejor. Um, <laughs> my other favorite thing in the book, and by favorite, I mean I laughed out loud, but not maybe for the reasons that Isaac uh, Hook, is that his name? Hook. Isaac Cook wanted me to, was the um, wiki quickie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that, too. Right. <laughs> so um, what is the euphemism for? What is wiki quickie a euphemism for? Oh, that's when you jack off to Wikipedia articles. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. So top five Wikipedia articles to jack off to. <laughs> number one. Uh, number one uh, list list of putas. <laughs> that's all I got. Um a new a new part of look inside this book club i think should be our two like like we should each come up with two really lame sentences that, that like might appear in the book that are or? in the book that are just like really lame and i have got two for you here okay i i i've already read a couple so all right well here are here is one of them this is in in a dialogue from from um what's his name again the main character oh rade uh, Rade. From Rade's boss, Milo? Milo, maybe? Milo? I don't know. Milos. <laughs> Milos says to Rade. I, I'm imagining his, his boss as, uh, uh, do Mini you know the, the Seinfeld <laughs> episode with Milos, the tennis pro? No. Anyway, someone listening will know what I'm talking about. Uh, pretend it's that guy. <laughs> I totally reminded, he reminded me of uh, Mike Myers. Sure. That's who yep. I was imagining because he's completely bald and oh, he's, wearing he's a long Dr. robe. Evil? Dr. Yeah. Evil. Uh, he says to um, Rade, Get out of here, little white bread roll, before I terminate more than just your services. <laughs> horrible. That's really bad. It's really like, bad. I feel, don't, don't you think after he said that, he was like, why did I say why that? Why God, terrible. what's wrong with me? I wish I could like rewind and do that again. He was kicking himself <laughs> about that for weeks. He had to murder the guy just, just because he heard him say that. Absolutely. And also, um, when you and I write our book, uh, Tell, Don't Show, All the Worst Mistakes mm-hmm. to Make in your, in your Writing Your Novel, this line will be in it. Alejandro, I'm this close to starting a bar fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's which, which means he's in love with him, right? <laughs> who who has ever in the history of the world hey, said, "Hey, hey, buddy, Betty, I'm starting man. a bar fight with you." I'm hey, this Holmesman. close. <laughs> Ombudsman to starting a bar fight with you. You keep talking like that. I am going to push you down this bar and smash your face against some beer glasses. (laughs) Don't tempt me. I will do it. It was terrible. (laughs) My other favorite was... I am not a robot. (laughs) Is when an author decides to make up their own sayings and put them in the voice of (gasps) someone else. Oh, I love that. Okay. Lose your gun and you're done. (laughs) (laughs) That was in there. I mean, to, to be fair, that makes a lot of sense. You, know. you don't need a saying for that. You don't. <laughs> you know, as, as I always say, you know, lose, lose your bullets and you're full of it. <laughs> God, it doesn't even work. <laughs> We're going to take it to a very necessary break and we'll be right back. Okay, so um, I want to I read one of my other favorite sentences from the book. Rods from the Sod House. Oh, um, <laughs> that was last week. Okay, so so um, Alejandro is trying to, to talk Rade out of uh, trying to cross the border into the United Countries. He says, they make the United Countries look like heaven, make us want to migrate. Then as soon as we cross the border, bam, they force us into the army, courtesy of the EEI Act, which is uh, then defined as the Enforced Enlistment of Immigrants and Illegals Act, which, okay, first of all, that would be EEII. Um, 
But uh, this is, it's like, there should be a name for this. It's like two guys talking and one of them is explaining to the other something that the first guy obviously already knows. Exactly. <laughs> like, it happens in, in like yeah. CIA, uh, CIA. CSI, CSI. Oh, yeah. all the time. Like, yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you how how some mm-hmm. stuff that that is part of your job works. <laughs> I mean, the worst is they actually bring in characters whose whole sole purpose of the character being there is because they're they work in a different office. Oh, and so and they, they, oh, they, so someone needs to explain. I'm 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 kind of okay with that because that could actually happen. Right, but this it's not like one of these guys has never heard of this law. <laughs> right, okay. Can we talk about this law for a little while? Because- Wait, but right before you get to that, I okay. want to say like, and it's especially infuriating when people are like, they're like walking in on, on a crime scene and they have their guns raised and they're they're behind a corner and one takes that moment right then to explain some important <laughs> yeah yeah of course development as they're in the middle of something it's all right because the the, uh, the 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 shooter will wait right exactly the perp all right go ahead okay so the idea is you you break you cross the border into into the United countries and you are almost certain to get picked up and immediately conscripted into the army is this a good policy? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, come on. I'm I not, don't. <laughs> I'm not saying. Okay. I'm not saying people wouldn't be too fat and lazy to want to enlist in the army of the United Countries. I'm not saying the United Countries wouldn't be run by uh, you know uh, anti-immigrant assholes. I'm just saying, would this make any sense at all? Okay. First of all, do they take grandmas and and make them enlist? <laughs> How about kids? I know, right? He How didn't about, explain it. I don't like, know why. What if you break your leg on the way on the way over? And if everyone knows this is going to happen. And like, why are they why are they working with this Navajo guy? Why don't they just like walk across and say like, hey, you know, we're here to join the army? Because if, it's only if they get caught. Okay. So they could. So they. Uh, so they. These guys don't want to get caught. No. Oh, okay. So that, that only, wasn't clear to me. Oh, it was. It's, it sort of seemed like Rade was into the idea of. of you missed uh, that sentence because they very clearly had okay. one of the characters say to the other, "But that's only if we get caught." Okay. So, but let, if I'm if I'm the president of the UC. By which I mean the University of California system. If I'm the president of the United Countries, why don't I and I and I want to like you know I want to have this army made up of conscripted immigrants? Can't I just say okay, like we're going to catch you anyway? You know, you guys go ahead and come in. Like the ones, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You're really upset about this. Do you want to talk about this? Also, wouldn't it be a terrible army? Like a bunch of people who have no training and don't want to be in your army. But it's okay because they're fighting against the OC. Oh, that's a good point. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do you think that the people in L.A. really are going to put up much of a fight? I guess not. No. No. Um, all right. So now we're at the point where we're going to decide on the fly entirely uh, where this book is heading. Oh, boy. And I haven't thought about this at I all. I haven't thought about it at all. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I'll go first. Uh, Rade and Alejandra, they make it across into the United Countries. Um, they they do get caught and conscripted into the army, and they get uh, forced to work in a secret division um, where uh, uh, decommissioned sex robots. Get, <laughs> I knew you were going to do repro- that. Uh, I well, knew are, you were okay, so predictable. Come on. Decommissioned sex robots robots get uh, programmed to fight. But the programming doesn't always work. And so they sometimes, shoot bullets out of their pussies. Well, sometimes, sometimes in the middle of the action, like um, you they know, start fucking, they stop fighting and start fucking. <laughs> um, and uh, would this um, be fantasy or becomes, sci-fi? Well, this is definitely my fantasy. Um, and then it, it becomes like really philosophical partway through because, like you know, if uh, if like if if you pause during the war um, to fuck a sex robot, like what is war for anyway? 
You ever think about that? I no, <laughs> no I've never thought about that. Um, and uh, okay, so that's not that's not really like enough plot. Okay, and then um, so uh, the uh, the president of the UC um, uh, gets finds out about the secret sex robot program and tries to shut it down. But by this time, like uh, they've each fallen in love with a sex robot. And uh, if they if the program gets shut down, then like their their girlfriends get shut down also. Whoa, um, this is deep. And uh, and so they have to they have to fight the the authorities and <laughs> um, and like debug the sex robots. Oh, oh wait wait, there's a climactic scene at the end uh-huh. where they where <laughs> literally where they where they like release a virus out onto the aerial net. Is that what you think of semen? Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff going around. Um, they release a virus that turns all of the fighting robots back into sex robots, and the UC, like, you know, gets taken over by by Mexico, and, and uh, you know, they get access to all the UC resources, and it becomes a utopian society. Well, Pretty good, right? No. I, I bet it's better than this book. <laughs> I think it actually is. All right, good. your turn. Man. I think I'm going to take it in a completely different direction. I certainly hope so. Because that's just ridiculous. So what do you call those um, those baristas when they're, you know, the sexy baristas? <laughs> oh, uh, hot, um, <laughs> uh, naughty. No, you know. I, I know what you're talking about. Them. Jeez. Um, Listeners, phone in right is, now. Is there, is there a standard term for that? Like bikini, bikini baristas. Right, bikini, bikini espresso, bar- yeah. Bikini, no, bikini baristas. Okay, bikini okay. baristas, fine. Okay, so Alejandro and Rad- Rade... Um, head right to the OC because they were confused. So they're in Orange County now, and they just—they they didn't get caught. They decide to make money by opening a, um, a taco truck. Do they? Do they move into the pool house of a wealthy family that takes pity on them? Absolutely. So they okay. decide to to sell uh, micro coin tacos, one micro coin per taco. Oh, that's that sounds good. Uh huh. And um, they have um, bikini baristas that are, of course decommissioned, recommissioned sex robots. Oh, yeah, you're taking this in a completely different direction. <laughs> yeah. No overlap whatsoever. <laughs> they have um, they have their special today is Lo Mejor Coño, which, <laughs> which, comes, which comes with a secret sauce. <laughs> and they ride, they ride around the OC. Uh, what did I call the taco truck? Um, did I give it the taco truck the, a name? Uh, one one Bitcoin taco. No, no. oh no, no. Ay caramba. Okay. Is there is there taco truck and um, Mam- Mamacita's? Yeah, Mam- Mamacita's, Mamacita's famous tacos. Uh-huh, something like that. Okay. Um, so people get in line. They nod their head. They do one long nod for a long taco, and then several short short pecks for for little ta- little taquitos. And uh, where am I going here? Is so, there a food called a long taco? <laughs> <laughs> because you may have just invented that. I think we should have a long taco. Well, there. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, please, no, interrupt because I need some more time here to come up with with the end of this. Um. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So then they, they they're everything's going well, but they they miss their families back in 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 Mexico. So they decide to uh, strap uh, the <laughs> sex robots all around the outside of the of the taco truck, um, and. Uh, uh, I want to use my shoot bullets out of their pussies thing, so okay. they're gonna they're gonna all be you know um, have have. Uh, you're, you're basically stealing a joke from Austin Powers, but fine. That's okay. And then they like full bore back over the border, uh-huh. shooting bullets. Okay. The entire way through, so that they can get back home, and then they release the hounds on Milo. 
Um, I think I think like if uh, if you're like the authorities and you and you like uh, you're staking out the the border crossing and that truck goes by, like you won't even feel too bad when you get shot because you're like, whoa, I've never seen anything like that before. It's it's kind of <laughs> a good day to it's die. It's kind of like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, okay, but yeah. not like I'm imagining just like you know coyotes and long you know deserts and then this like loud you know music Mexican music playing and then the, the neon and the legs and then they get all the way <laughs> they get all the way yeah. back to to Mexico and they find Milo and Milo's cornered and they say they they grab his gun and they say lose your gun and you're done and then they blow <laughs> they say, him they say lose your gun no fun oh my god that wasn't it <laughs> they say lose your gum you're done and then they're like well, well, I wasn't chewing gum and it gets really and that's the end lose your gun you're out on your bun end scene that's good yeah. Okay, I want to read both of those books. I don't <laughs> want to read the rest of this book. <coughs> What's going to be really funny is if one of our listener ha- listeners actually has read the book already. Oh, that's possible. Clearly, it, is, clearly it was a popular book. It was a really popular book. And I and that makes me sort of sad. Like, uh, I'm okay with it. Why try to write well if that kind of writing is really popular? Um, I mean, besides the skin musicians, which is really a truly wonderful, <laughs> yeah. class, you know. Maybe, maybe it gets better. I don't know. Do you remember that line I read? Yeah, I Get do. out of here, little white bread roll, before I terminate more than just your services. It sounds like a horrible porn movie line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really bad. <laughs> I'm this close to starting a bar fight with you, <laughs> Holmesman. <laughs> That's good. Um, so right. uh, we need to... We need to do our um, we need to do our blurbs for the back mm-hmm. of the book. So Matthew Amster Burton, as a famous author, what would you write on the back of this book? Oh, <clears throat> I have to make this up on the spot, right? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Did okay. you write one? I right. already wrote one. Okay. Full of dried fecal matter, sawed-off shotguns, <laughs> and dissuaders. Better than cats. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I got this. Um, a uh, a spine-tingling cross-the-border romp featuring uh, sex, uh, sawed-off sex robots, <laughs> sawed-off sex, robots. <laughs> um, and uh, and the coolest jacket of all time. Uh, read it, or you're out on your atlas. <laughs> there you have it, kids. Atlas by Isaac Hook. Uh, read so it. We have not picked a book for next week yet, done. but we will put it on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do that right after this show. We need to put covers up. Yeah, definitely. We need to go back yep. and do that. I will do that. All right. Uh, and um, yeah, thanks for listening to the uh, the Look Inside This Book Club. We have to have some catchy ending. We have to have some catchy ending. I mean, I don't want to steal from Spilled Milk and be like the book club that, but mm. we can do something different, but that's always a fun way to end it. Uh, or we can just have a, the same thing every time. Like what? Oh, yeah. Let's discuss this in front of all the listeners. Okay. Uh, the um, think- it's, it's definitely the world's cheapest book club. Oh, my God. The world's cheapest book club. That's kind of good, it isn't is it? It is kind of good. Maybe that maybe we should just call the show that. We can't say the no. world's Jewiest book club, because that would probably get, we get letters. <laughs> <laughs> From, you think? Yeah. <laughs> the world's cheapest book club. Yeah. I think that that might work. All right. See you next week. All right. See you well, next week. two weeks. See you in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. Now, I'll think of it on the fly.
Because you're an on-the-fly man. I'm an on-the-fly on guy. That's one of my mottos. <laughs>